listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, breaking news as it happens, what it means, and why it matters. Uh, Kevin McCullough, and here we go. Five, Confusion. And pursuing clarity. Kevin McCullough, McCullough, so glad to have you with us as we kick off a brand new week. And we've got a lot to get to. And there's a lot of breaking news. And we've got another election cycle uh, um, highlight coming this week. So there's a lot to get to. Stay right here. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, I am so glad to have you with us. Welcome to Monday. A very busy uh, way to end the news week last week, uh, because as we were going into the weekend, you had the Manhattan judge, Arthur Engeron, uh, ordering uh, Donald Trump and his companies to pay a big penalty, and then he banned them uh, from being allowed to do business uh, in the state of New York for the next three years. And there's uh, fines for the kids and all kinds of things. And I... You know, it's it's one thing for um, people to say, and I, I'm not, I don't defend anyone blindly. Uh, if if you do something that's wrong, and and I see it, I say, well, that's wrong. Um, but one of the things that I think people do pay attention to is when people are treated uh, unjustly, and when you break down this case that the former president had before this Manhattan judge that Judge Angeron, who's an elected judge, and by most accounts, in many ways, he's a corrupt judge. I, I would assume that um, distinction from the outcome in this case, not being super familiar with his other cases, but his reputation is that he's a corrupt judge. And when you look at how this case unfolded, I want you to ask yourself the question. Don't make it about partisan labels. Don't make it about, uh, you know, you know, worldview points of view, etc. I just want I want you to ask yourself the question: uh, Is this fair? Is this right? Because I'm going to wager that most of you listening can't tell me what Donald Trump was found guilty of. All you've seen are the headlines where uh, Tish uh, James and where Judge Engeron have been running around. Hey, 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 we got him. Um, you know, and pulling that kind of um, stunt. But what did they get him for? And let me walk you through this. Uh, Tish James brings a lawsuit saying that Trump had defrauded banks, that he had defrauded banks, and that because he had defrauded banks, he had to be held accountable. You then have to ask the question, well, what's your evidence of the charge that you bring? Because that's what we do, right? We, we present evidence, and then we go from there. So the evidence of the fraud, the supposed fraud, is this, that he in some way uh, overvalued his properties in order to secure loans. Now, it wasn't that he secured loans and took the money from the bank and then spent it and then couldn't pay it back. It wasn't that he took the loans at all. The fraud that supposedly was committed was in the overvaluing of his property for the loan. Now, the only one that they've made public where they say that this occurred and what did he use the loans for? He, he used the loans to build big, huge skyscrapers here in New York City, employ thousands of people, uh, make the city look nicer, make uh, the people that have those jobs be able to feed their families, all that stuff. But that's what the, the, the loans were spent for. But what did he overvalue in order to get that loan? Uh, the property known as Mar-a-Lago, which is in a section of Florida 
where its neighboring property was recently assessed, and the neighboring property doesn't have an, an amazing resort on the grounds. It doesn't have uh, developed, you know, uh, pools and landscaping and, and all the guest rooms and everything. It doesn't have any of that. It's just the piece of dirt that is next door to Mar-a-Lago that is smaller than Mar-a-Lago, okay? That piece of dirt next door to Mar-a-Lago right now is selling for $200 million. $200 million for a blank piece of dirt sitting next to Mar-a-Lago. And the reason that that dirt is so valuable is because, like Mar-a-Lago, it has a view of the water. It's a beautiful place to be. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a very valued and prized property. Someone's probably going to put a hotel or something on it at some point. I mean, that's, that's the kind of things you do with those, with those properties. So Donald Trump has Mar-a-Lago. It's twice the size of the patch of dirt. It has a fully developed resort on the property. It has landscaping. It has beautiful uh, architecture. There's all these things that they've done to that property that would make it more valuable, even maybe twice as valuable as the piece of dirt next door. The piece of dirt is selling for $200 million. Mar-a-Lago's probably worth $400 million to a half billion dollars in, in value. The judge in the case in New York, why is the value important? The judge in the case in New York said that Donald Trump should not have valued Mar-a-Lago at more than $17 million. For the loan application. That because he didn't value it, because he valued it more than $17 million, that he committed fraud. But there's no way that Mar-a-Lago is worth only $17 million. The one corner of the patch of dirt next door isn't worth $17 million. It's worth more than that. So that's what, that's what they brought him up on charges for. For, for asking Mar-a-Lago to be valued at more than $17 million in the application for the loans that he used to then build big buildings and give people jobs. And this part is kind of relevant. He paid the loans back to the letter of the contract with interest. So no one was hurt. Everybody made money. The banks made money. The banks came and testified in the case on behalf of the former president. They eagerly gave him the loan and would eagerly give him another one because he paid back on time with interest into the letter of the law. And for, and for doing that, for taking out a loan, for paying it back on time with interest to the letter of the law, what did the judge give him? A fine of $350 million, and he's told he cannot do business in the state of New York for three years. Friends, that's not just. And in not doing justice here, you're hurting someone who could give more people jobs. And in not doing justice here, you're preventing the good that could be done from that company doing business here. And it's going to scare more businesses away. Why is that important? Do you care about the economy? Do you care about the jobs? Do you, do you have friends that work in some of these places? This judge, because of his visceral hatred for the former president, is willing to hurt poor people to get even with him. When what the former president wanted to do was to empower poor people to have jobs and to do better. That's what he was found guilty of. That's what they're punishing him for. Imagine what they would try to do if he had actually broken the law in some way pretty stunning we've got a very interesting show coming up we're going to talk some national security policy and a little bit later we're going to check your portfolio it is money monday i'm calvin mccullough and this is calvin mccullough radio numbers mean much to me because of prostate cancer I'm Johnny Braggs, the number two, for my stepfather who died of prostate cancer, and my uncle who suffered so much after prostate cancer surgery, the number 15, 15 years since Dr. Lederman's successful treatment of my prostate cancer, the number zero. 
which is my PSA, zero, after Dr. Lederman's successful prostate cancer treatment, what every man wants. The numbers one, two, three, four, important for every man with prostate cancer. One, getting the most successful treatment. Two, avoiding radical robotic surgery. Three, keeping sexual function. Four, maintaining urinary control. Call my Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices, 212 Choices, to consider his prostate cancer treatment for you. Most insurances, Medicare, Medicaid accepted, 1384 Broadway at 38th. Call 212 Choices for prostate cancer treatment. Call Dr. Lederman, 212 Choices. I'm glad I did. You'll be number one with Dr. Lederman. If you are 65 or older, you know this. Watching your hard-earned dollars fly out the window on health care costs is so frustrating. But here's some great news. If you were just notified that your Medicare costs are increasing, a program out there can really help you with your medical bills, and it's worth taking a minute to look into. MediShare 65+. plus. It's not insurance. Members actually say it's better. It's a Christian healthcare community that aligns with your faith and where people encourage and pray for you. And MediShare 65 Plus is a low-cost option for those with Medicare Parts A and B, and it fills in the gaps where Medicare stops. You choose any Medicare provider, and you get telehealth access anytime you need it. And this is great, too. Unlike health insurance, you can lock in one low monthly price for up to 10 years. So don't get stuck with increasing costs. Call MediShare 65 Plus and find out how much you can save. Call 833-SHARE-55. That's 833-SHARE-55. 833-SHARE-55. Download the AM570 The Mission mobile app on iTunes, Google Play, or listen on WMCA.com, TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. Hi, I'm Kevin Cottrell, talking with Dan Buttafuoco of Buttafuoco and Associates. Dan, but if you go in associates, fights for the maximum benefit for your client. Tell us about a specific case. We had one case in particular where the client was a sheetrocker and fell off a scaffold. He had a pretty good lawyer, actually, and the lawyer was trying to settle the case. God only knows what reason for $600,000. The client knew it wasn't enough. He changed to our firm. We took that same case to trial, and the jury awarded $5.5 million. We literally changed this man's entire life. The lawyer missed the most obvious injury, which was the traumatic brain injury, which we diagnosed in my own office and got him to the right doctors. But if you go on Associates cares to get you the best results possible. They don't take the easy way or the easy money. They fight for your maximum benefit. Call 800-NOW-HURT. That's 800-669-4878. Butterfuco and Associates. 1-800-NOW-HURT. 800-669-4878. Live in concert, one night only. Carrie Job and Cody Carnes at Carnegie Hall, Sunday evening, February 25th at 7 with True North Symphony Orchestra and Worship Choir. Tickets are on sale now at carnegiehall.org. Don't miss this historic night of worship, February 25th at Carnegie Hall, with Carrie Job and Cody Carnes performing their greatest worship songs like Forever, I Am Not Alone, The Blessing, and many more. Join Carrie Job and Cody Carnes Sunday evening, February 25th at 7. Get your tickets before they sell out at CarnegieHall.org. Matters of the Kingdom with Pastor Yvonne C. Rankin of World Harvest Deliverance Center is heard every Monday at 9.15 p.m. Pastor Rankin's teaching will encourage and help you to understand your godly heritage, available to every person who surrenders their life to Jesus. Change your situation and claim your heritage in Christ. Each week, Pastor Rankin delivers a dynamic word relating to Kingdom Vision Now. Contact Pastor Rankin in Matters of the Kingdom at mattersofthekingdom2023 at gmail.com or visit World Harvest Deliverance Center, Inc.com. World Harvest Deliverance Center is located at 1521 Central Avenue in Far Rockaway. For more info on the Christian School, visit whdcchristianschool.com. Matters of the Kingdom with Pastor Rankin, heard every Monday at 9.15 p.m. World Harvest Deliverance Center, Inc.com. World Harvest Deliverance Center, Inc.com. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. 
Breaking news as it happens. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio. And welcome back uh, to Times Square. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Always very entertained to uh, uh, learn about the condition of national security. Uh, I'm, I'm always wanting to make sure that uh, I kind of have a grasp of what's going on, can tell you about it. But I much prefer to bring in the people that understand it a lot more. And my next guest has done that on several different levels. He served the former president, Donald Trump. Uh, he was also chief of staff of the National Security Council. He is now the vice chair of the Ameri- of the America First Policy Institute's Center for American Security. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together and welcome Mr. Fred Fleisch. Hello, Fred. Hey, Kevin. Good to be here. Thanks for um, all that you're doing and all that you've done. Um, there's a lot of hot spots on planet Earth right now, and they weren't in existence when the Trump administration left office, uh, and they don't seem to be improving as much. Let me start with the uh, area of Iran. Um, we are seeing them be more bellicose than ever. They are attacking ships uh, in the strait. They are, they've come after our people. Uh, we... I feel like have had an insufficient response uh, to their aggressiveness um, from where you sit and from your knowledge of what the former president thought about such things. Uh, where's the Biden administration going wrong? You know, it's, it's really worth stressing up front that the world is much more unstable than it was when president Trump was in office. There's no question about that from the disastrous withdrawal from Afghanistan to the growing threats from Who, I just heard him double down on this last week and insist that he did the right thing there, even even this long afterwards. Uh, on, on Afghanistan? Yes, uh, Biden did. Well, it, it's, you know, this is a man who made climate change the number one national security threat to the United States. His, his national security policy is, is incoherent. It's not just incompetent. And it doesn't surprise me that somehow Biden thinks his Afghanistan policy was a success. They're flailing. And when it comes to Iran, uh, we have a situation where Iran has made enormous gains in its nuclear program. Since January 2021, when Joe Biden came into office, Iran had never engaged to the 60% level in uranium enrichment until Biden became president. That's just a hair below weapons grade. It's made other advances in its nuclear program, which means it could make enough enriched uranium to fuel one bomb in about two weeks. Now, that uranium would have to be further processed, but still, they're far too close to a weapon. But when it comes to standing up to Iran, uh, it's clear that Iran has taken advantage of a power vacuum in the Middle East to advance its interests. But the problem is we have people like Mike Pence and Mike Pompeo who say, well, we have to stand up to Iran, so let's start bombing Iran. I'm worried about that approach. First of all, I want Congress involved if we cross a red line like that. Congressman Michael Walt said we need Congress to sign off to give some type of authorization for such a serious step. But what worries me is that Biden is incompetent of putting up some type of serious um, uh escalation like that to Iran. I think there'd be a wag the dog scenario where Biden might bomb something symbolic or sink an Iranian ship to, to sound like he, he, he's tough. We have to have a serious response to Iran. I don't think it's going to happen under, the, under this administration. We need a new president who will de- be decisive, use military force prudently, but also do, use in a way that our enemies can't be sure what our president is going to do. No, I couldn't agree with you more. Uh, we're speaking with Fred Flights of the America First Policy Institute. Um, Iran obviously has um, uh, funded the uh, work that the Houthis and Hamas and others in the region are uh, carrying out right now. Um, what is the likelihood that they will continue to behave as such, even through the election? Is it to their advantage to try to make hay while the sun shines as my grandfather would say or are they um are they accelerating things now because they are afraid if trump comes back into office their days are numbered i think american adversaries around the world are going to take advantage of this lack of leadership by an american president to to advance their interests between now and next january they're worried trump will come back in and he'll be a president who they don't want to deal with who who may use military force if it's in America's interests, and we use sanctions and other 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 measures short of war. 
to, to protect our security. I heard some reports over the weekend that the Iranians have asked their proxies to, not, to stop attacking uh, American interests, American troops firing at ships in the Red Sea. I'm skeptical that that's true. Uh, I want to hear more details on it. I think Iran's proxies will keep attacking, keep undermining security as long as Biden is president. I, I don't think that um, it takes a brain surgeon to figure that part out. Um, but when we're talking about the weakness that the current administration has shown, there seems to be an area that I, I've, I kind of keep running back into, and that is we kind of empowered them to do this through the blackmailing of our own energy policy by by not pumping oil and natural gas and making it available for cheap prices to our European allies. We allowed uh, Putin in Russia and the mullahs in Iran to get quite rich off of an 80-plus dollar barrel per, per barrel of oil. Um, and when they get, when bad guys get rich, they do bad things. How, how tied to this um, current conflict and the instability that you cited at the top of the interview how much is that is that uh connected to energy policy and could we begin to change that if we went in a different direction um, asap it's pretty clear that uh russia has been greatly enriched by biden's war on domestic energy production it's created opportunities for other energy producers and you know this recent decision by biden to to freeze uh, LNG exports from the United States, that's not, not just helping other producers, that's convincing other nations that we're just not a reliable supplier of energy and to strike deals with other countries such as Russia and Qatar and Iran. I mean, that's bad for our economy. It's bad for global security. But I, I think a lot of this can be fixed with a new president who understands that we have to put the interests of the American people first. You know, when, when Biden came to office, he immediately started feuding with, with the Saudi royal family over the death of, 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 of Khashoggi, the, the, uh, the journalist. Uh, Washington Post Iranian journalist who was killed in a, in a Turkish consulate. That was terrible. But President Trump read them the riot act over that. That was done. But to, to ruin our relationship with Saudi Arabia, our energy and security relationship, because uh, Biden wants to be a proxy for the Washington Post, was not in the interest of our country. Eventually, Biden had to back away from that. But the damage has been done. The Saudis think he's a fool. And we can see other nations like Russia and China. They have come into the area. They're striking new relations with the Saudis because both nations see the U.S. as, as an unreliable ally and uh, it's something that they can exploit. This is a very tricky uh, area because uh, foreign policy does ride on sometimes very tender relationships being kept uh, afloat. Um, and I think that we saw just how much damage was done when he then went hat in hand to Saudi Arabia, begging for them to sell us oil, uh, and and they refused to. So it was, um, you know, we did end up paying the price for that, and fairly quickly um, after uh, that misplaced priority became so um, important to him. We're speaking with Fred Flights of the America First Policy Institute. He uh, is the vice chair of their national security um area and uh, former assistant to President Donald Trump. Coming right back from New York. Stay here. We are proud. Proud to serve. To serve our country. To serve our local communities. To wear the uniform. To be a soldier. To sail abroad when and where duty calls. We are ready to stand with our brothers and sisters to defend, to serve, to fight. We're always ready, we're always there. We are the New York Army National Guard. Sponsored by the New York Army National Guard. Imagine yourself being a young girl, let's say 10 years of age. When raiders come into your village, kill your parents, and march you off into a place you've never been before, they've done this and repeatedly raped you, sexually assaulted you, traded you with other people, and then told you that the rest of your life would be served as a slave to a slave master to do his bidding in whatever way he demands it. That's the true life story of South Sudanese women who were taken as prizes of war during the Sudanese Civil War. 
and they are the slaves we have been bringing home the last several years. And today, one needs your help right now. $250 brings this young girl home. 800-222-5909 to call now. That's 800-222-5909 or go to WMCA.com. Embark on an extraordinary cruise this fall with Alistair Begg. Immerse yourself in vibrant autumn colors and serene landscapes for seven life-changing days of spiritual renewal. From rugged Maine to the European charm of Quebec City, you'll encounter natural beauty and a region steeped in history. Imagine evenings under the stars sharing stories and making new friends while exploring charming villages, scenic lighthouses, and historic sites during the day. You'll also savor fresh seafood and delicious lobster. Join us for a journey that will refresh your soul and draw you closer to God with Alistair Begg and Salem Media on the Deeper Faith Canada and New England Cruise. Call 855-565-5519, 855-565-5519, or book online at deeperfaithcruise.com. We get it. You're busy. You don't have time to waste on the mainstream media. That's why Salem News Channel is here. We have hosts worth watching, actually discussing the topics that matter. Andrew Wilkow, Dinesh D'Souza, Brandon Tatum, and more. Open debate and free speech you won't find anywhere else. We're not like the other guys. We're Salem News Channel. Watch anytime on any screen for free 24-7 at snc.tv. And on Local Now, Channel 525. How can you draw closer to God and increase your knowledge of His Word? Start today at BibleStudyTools.com. By reading four chapters a day, you'll read the entire Bible in less than a year. Or pick a specific topic, such as the life of Christ or the New Testament. Choose among more than 20 free Bible reading plans from 45 to 100 days. BibleStudyTools.com lets you choose your favorite translation. Track your progress and grow your faith online at BibleStudyTools.com. The WMCA February Ministry of the Month is the call-in radio program, The Narrow Path with Steve Gregg. My question is just, doesn't Romans 13 exactly apply to this country also? Listen weekday mornings at 4, evenings at 7, Saturday mornings at 11. Romans 13, of course, is the famous chapter where Paul says that there are no authorities except those that are appointed by God. Go to WMCA.com under Programs, click Program Guide to contact the ministry with your support. The Narrow Path, the February Ministry of the Month on WMCA. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors and Sullivan Broadcast Studio. Ah! Obliterating confusion, amplifying truth, and pursuing clarity. It's Kevin McCullough Radio. Kevin McCullough, glad to have you with us. Uh, but I want to get to uh, some more discussion with Fred Flights of the America First Policy Institute. I love this uh, policy institute. They have added some definitively new viewpoints to the conversation that the think tank world has to offer, and mostly because they came from and around the Trump administration that focused on putting America first. And Fred, um, I was speaking on behalf of a congressional candidate in the in the New York area over the weekend, and I, I just asked the same question that the president asked uh, in the in the night. The, the speech he gave the night before the New Hampshire primary, which is why should the American people ever settle for an American president who does not put America first? Isn't that like the the first rule of wanting to be president is that you think your country comes first and that the priorities that are ordered have to be ordered in that way for you to be considered doing a good job? Like if you want to do a terrible job, put China's interest first or Russia's interest first and we can fire you. Um, I think that's about to happen. I'm hoping so. But there seems to be this willingness on the left to uh, say, no, America should be last. They they take it as a as almost as a badge of honor. And when it comes to the welfare of our future policies, as particularly related to foreign policy and national security, I don't feel like we're being vigilant enough. What is your take on that? These are all great questions. And, of course, the America first approach to national security is regularly smeared by the left as being isolationism or America alone. And that's not true at all. First of all, America first means a strong and decisive president 
with with a, a competent foreign policy, a president who's prepared to lead a strong military and use military force prudently and to not get us in unnecessary wars. He'll use military force, but not unless there is a real interest for the American people and the and American interests. And this president also will work with productively with allies like President Trump did, but he also will insist that these allies carry their own weight. What the left thinks is that the U.S. should have foreign policy that's led by the United Nations and by Europe. And I remember so well when Biden went to Europe and the French president said, welcome back to the European club. That epitomizes what America First is not. We want to work with our European allies, but we're not going to let them to use their consensus and the United Nations as a constraint on American national security policy. They do not have a veto on what America has to do to protect its national security. Yeah. And I think that's a message the American people understand. Well, it's one that we have to make clear during this campaign because there's so much writing on it. You you also have some um, experience and knowledge in the area of national intelligence, and you've written recently, not long ago, about the troubles in some of our domestic agencies and some of our uh, spy agencies that are working to try to gather that intelligence. What are your biggest concerns uh, as we sit in 2024 looking forward for um, – the DIA and the CIA and, and those that are charged with that task? Well, these agencies have to get back to the purpose they were created to serve, and that is to provide intelligence to the president to make national security decisions. They are not policymaking agencies. When you know, Intelligence, is, according to people like uh, John Brennan and, and other former CIA directors, intelligence is not truth. Intelligence is a form of information. It might be truthful. We want it to be truthful. But if a president looks at intelligence analysis and decides it's wrong, he's going to do something else. He hasn't done anything wrong Ill, or illegal. And we have to recognize intelligence is often wrong. It is frequently, maybe most of the time, it is opinion. Now, I think presidents should listen to that opinion, but not if intelligence is being slanted to, to promote left-wing and globalist agendas. And we know that went on during the Biden administration. John Ratcliffe wrote about a, an intelligence ombudsman assessment. In, he wrote about this in January 2021. And it talked about how analysis of Russia and China had been deliberately slanted in the run-up to the 2020 election mm. to not favor positions that would help Donald Trump. It overplayed analysis of Russia meddling and to try to ignore analysis of China meddling. When that happens, policymakers lose confidence in our intelligence community. The billions we spend on it is lost and future presidents won't listen when they have to, when the intelligence community wants to warn about a major threat to our security. No, that's that's really well said. Um, Real quick, uh, Fred, would you um, be open to serving in a 47 administration if he said, hey, we need your expertise in the uh, in the national security end of things? I would be. And I I met with the president briefly last last year and I said, sir, if, if you're reelected, I'm available to, to serve in a new administration. Well, it's going to take um, some lessons learned from the first time and it's going to need to be an administration full of friends to America first. Uh, to have those positions, we just lost too much time uh, in the in the um, <laughs> in the phonies that were there. Um, but I think that AFPI is doing a fantastic job. Keep up the great work, and thanks for being with us. Good to be here. Thank you. You got it, Kevin McCullough. Coming right back. Don't go away. I'm Kevin Cottrell here with Dan Buttafuoco, one of our good friends of the radio station, and uh, he has been an attorney. Dan, how many years now? Forty-one years. And you recently settled your one hundred and thirty-sixth million-dollar case. That's pretty amazing. Yes, thank God, Kevin. We've been really fortunate. We've got a staff of twenty-four people, which is committed to serving the needs of the seriously injured people due to medical malpractice, product liability, or just a simple car accident. We handle it all. We've grown. We're now in fifty states. Many of these people. People are pretty seriously injured and uh, really need that money to exist and have some quality of life. Call but if you go and Associates at 800-NOW-HERD and have them evaluate your case. That's 800-669-4878, 800-NOW-HERD. But if you go and Associates cares that you get the best results. They don't take the easy way or the easy money. They fight for the maximum benefit. 800-NOW-HERD, but if you go and Associates, 800-669-4878, 800 800- Now hurt. 
Let's see. If something costs less, but people are happier with it, that sounds like something to look into. And that is MediShare. Maybe you've heard switching to MediShare to pay for health care can save many families up to 500 bucks a month. And that is huge. But it's also true that people are way more satisfied after making the switch, too. The member satisfaction rate for MediShare is double that of the typical health insurance plan. Double. MediShare works, too. It's been around for 30 years. Members have shared more than $5 billion of each other's bills. People love having telehealth and a huge nationwide PPO network. So, yeah, really, you can save a ton and like it better. Imagine being happy with how you're taking care of your health care. So if you're self-employed or part of the gig economy or you just want to plan you're happy with. You can call right now. You'll get a price within two minutes. So see what you can say. This is a very, very smart use of two minutes. Here's the number you need. Call 844-57-BIBLE. That's 844-57-BIBLE. 844-57-BIBLE. Listen to the Mission WMCA anywhere you go with the AM570, the Mission mobile app. Download on Google Play, iTunes, or listen to TuneIn, iHeart, Alexa, or Odyssey.com. This is Ed Morrissey of HotAir.com for Town Hall. The fable of the Emperor's New Clothes has been playing out in Washington, D.C., thanks to Robert Herr. The special counsel documented what 86% of American voters already knew, that Joe Biden had a cognitive decline so profound that a trial for his violations in keeping top-secret documents would be pointless. Huck's Dylan Byers confirmed that the mainstream media had assumed the role of imperial sycophants in the fable. Byers reported that the White House press corps knew all along that Biden was failing and refused to report it. He whispers, he shuffles, he misremembers, one reporter told Byers. Anyone with an elderly parent knows what this is. We hear plenty from media outlets about their necessity for a well-informed public. But the White House press corps didn't report the facts or speak truth to power. The fourth estate has transformed itself into a sycophantic cheering section. Biden's not the only one standing naked after her report. I'm Ed Morrissey. I know that there's nothing greater than I can do to build this generation up. This is Focus on the Family Minute with Kristen Hawkins. These young people who, they are the ones having the conversations on campuses with the women who are most targeted by the abortion industry. They're saving lives. They're helping moms and families uh, find success. Um, but then these are the ones also leading the pro-life movement. Now we have you know, tens of thousands of graduates at Students for Life who are now running their own pregnancy centers, starting their own maternity homes, uh, you know, working for members of Congress. They are literally everywhere. They're running for office. They're being elected to office. Um, this is the generation that's going to uh, hopefully achieve the full mission of the pro-life movement, which wasn't just reverse Roe versus Wade. Um, It's to end abortion. Hear more from Kristen today at FamilyMinute.org. You're listening to Kevin McCullough Radio, coming to you live from the Connors & Sullivan Broadcast Studio. If it's happening in New York or across the globe, learn why it matters first on Kevin McCullough Radio. All right, Kevin McCullough, we continue. It is Money Monday where we try to get you to uh, think through your portfolio a little bit better. Hillary Kramer is back with us, HillaryKramer.com. And Hillary, you've been seeing the praises of AI week after week after week, and you said it's going to be the big mover in 2024. And today you've got a special guest, and we're taking a special look at just one element of AI. That's right, Kevin. Artificial intelligence is the driver of 2024 and beyond. It is absolutely revolutionary, and we all keep hearing about it, but there's so many mysteries around it because no one's ever really put their finger on why it is a traditional AI. But we know that we have stocks that are up a thousand percent that focus in on artificial intelligence and artificial intelligence chips the brain. So what is the reason for that? And that's why we have a special guest today to really make sense and explain explain artificial intelligence in a way that can get us excited and also explain why it's an amazing investment. Yeah. Brian Odalak is with us. And uh, Brian, uh, you're the head of a brand new company that's coming online called Vicodia. What is the secret sauce to AI? Why is it the secret stock, you know, boost that has just turned so many companies uh, so successful this year? It's the biggest paradigm shift we've probably seen in our generation outside of the internet, which really transformed how we do business. AI is that next 
transformative technology. It's going to affect every segment and just about every business. Um, you know, every, most everybody's played with it is just blown away. It's a fun technology. The average person can get and start playing with it and understand it pretty quickly, even though they not, might not understand how it works in the background, but it's just such a great technology and we've been playing with it for years. Well, some of the areas that I think a lot of people are going to be pleased with what your work is going to entail is the fact that it's going to make the life of consumers more convenient and more efficient. There's one specific element to what Vicodia is doing for your new product that is coming online soon. Talk to me about the idea of never having to wait on hold when I call for a service agent ever again. Absolutely. One of the great, you know, hardest things that any company has is staffing, right? You know, the contacts in the industry, you know, if there's a airline that has a big cancellation due to weather, you may have a couple hundred people on the phone, but they may get a few thousand phone calls. We've all had that case of dialing in and being on hold 30 minutes to hours. Yeah. And then nothing works. Then once you get on that call, then you get transferred and disconnected and start over again. With the Codius technology, we also, outside of our own proprietary AI, developed a proprietary switch. So we have 20,000 virtual agents standing by for every client, meaning you'll never have whole time again. Hillary, when I think about that, I mean, you talk about customer friendly, improving the customer's experience. How many times have you and I talked on this show about how rough it is when a company doesn't have its act together in the area of customer service, eliminating wait times? Who would have ever thought that would be possible? <laughs> and that is a major issue. Customer service is what it's all about. And that leads me to a question, Brian, which is how can AI be smooth and really answer questions and not end up making it more frustrating for uh, for the, the consumer? Well, this is some of the great things about AI. How many times have you heard of somebody calling into a contact center asking a rep some information, believe that information to be correct, showing up at the airport with their dog and finding out they have the wrong paperwork, right? And it's, humans make mistakes. Sometimes a human has to be in five or six different systems trying to get data and then regurgitate it in a way that makes sense to the consumer. AI is able to do this much more efficient than any human can. So you have the advantages of having five or six systems that the AI can contact instantaneously, always giving correct information, always being compliant, never losing its cool. And here's the other thing. Myself, I'm guilty of this. The gift of gab. Have you ever had that call center agent who starts talking about their wife, their kids, <laughs> uh, the ice cream shop down the street, and you're like, I just want my insurance information, right? The AI is polite to the point, and I believe that majority of Americans would much prefer to speak to an AI than any offshore call center that exists. Well, now, though, Cody, I'm sorry, Kevin, I just, I just have to ask about what have you been able to do in terms of your technology, your secret sauce that differentiates you, that's going, that, that, which is why the, the, the CBO, formerly CBOE, is so eager in doing its first IPO with, with you, with artificial intelligence with a conversational authority and this platform that you have, what, what is your differentiator that's going to, what is it? Well, number one, the elimination of whole time. Number two, even though we hear the term conversational AI, we've come up with the term humanized conversational AI oh, to really that. speak and act as a human would. And I think that makes a big difference. Third, our latency. You know, we've played with the different AI systems out there and they're very amazing. And, if you think about what they do, it is really quick, but it could take seconds to get a reply. Our average response time to when a client asks a question or has a concern is 10 milliseconds. Just to put that in perspective, when you blink your eye, that took 100 milliseconds. <laughs> so literally faster than a blink of an eye. And that's how we got our provisional patent. We have other patents coming up. That's really the Vicodia difference. And we can't okay. talk about the exact date of the IPO, but it is coming up soon, and people should be looking for it. Let me just give the ticker symbol real quick, uh, VHAI, VHAI, if you want to know more about Vicodia uh, and, their, um, and their AI system. Go ahead, Hillary. Sorry I interrupted. So, so let's talk about what would happen if I call and I would and I want to schedule servicing, or if I call um, servicing at my dealership or, or or tire company or oil change. 
what is the process that happens that makes it so so seamless? Well, first of all, that's a great question. Again, I can't talk specific uh, right now, but I would say an example would be if you called an auto dealer today and try to set a service appointment, first of all, the ability of AI immediately, it's 24 hours a day, seven days a week, no whole time, your call is going to get answered. The other nice thing is, what if you call in as English, but you actually speak Spanish or French? Well, the 55 languages that we support can auto-detect that and switch on the fly. Wow. And even more importantly, if you have a Spanish that's in, for example, with a Mexican accent or a Colombian accent, we have over 15 different accents in Spanish that we can support. Well, we don't have time to get into all the amazing stuff that Vacodia is doing, but friends, find out more about it. V-H-A-I is the ticker symbol. Uh, be watching for the IPO. Brian Podolak, thank you for being with us today. We are so grateful. My pleasure. Thank you. Uh, he's Brian uh, Hillary Kramer. Thank you, as always, as well, for this Money Monday. I'm Kevin McCullough. We've come back from New York. Stay here. Are you tired of the ups and downs of the stock market? Are you sick of logging into your brokerage account only to find out that you've lost hundreds or thousands of dollars in a single day? At MarketBeat, we know that constantly moving in and out of stocks hoping to get lucky is a loser's game. Buying hot stocks after they've already shot up in value is a recipe for disaster. It's time to stop playing the loser's game and invest in stocks that have shown they can stand the test of time. MarketBeat has prepared a free report titled 7 Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever, and we would like to text it to you for free. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. The companies in this report might appear to be nothing special at first glance, but these companies print billions of dollars of cash each year in profit. If you would like to receive our free report of 7 Stocks to Buy and Hold Forever, simply text PROFIT to 68285 and we'll text you this report instantly. Text PROFIT to 68285 and we'll send you this free report right now. Text the word PROFIT to 68285. Standard message and data rates may apply. Please consult with your investment or tax professional. Hi, Kevin McCullough. You've all helped support MyPillow and their employees in these tough economic times. Mike Lindell knows this and continues to give back to listeners with deals on his most popular products. You've heard me recently speak about the My Slippers, the Giza Sheets, the MyPillow 2.0, and more. But some great news, the MyPillow six-pack bath towel sets are back in stock. They are extremely absorbent and still provide that cushiony, soft wonderfulness that you look for in a towel. The set comes with two bath towels, two hand towels, two washcloths. Regular price, $79.98. For a limited time, you can get this six-pack towel set for only $39.99 with promo code WMCA. That's a 50% savings. So go to MyPillow.com or call 800-651-0798 and use promo code WMCA to save 50% on the MyPillow six-pack towel sets. That's MyPillow.com or 800-651-0798. 800-651-0798. Want more AM570 The Mission? Take us on the go with our Listen Live feature at am570themission.com or download our AM570 The Mission app today. Just go to the iPhone App Store or Google Play Store and search AM570 The Mission. you need to know when you need it it's kevin mccullough radio all right final few minutes of kevin mccullough radio for this monday thank you so much for being with us and uh, just um, a note if you're a fan of that kevin show on the weekends on the salem news channel we are going to give away a that kevin mug this coming saturday and it is uh it is so cool it's it's a white mug with the black logo a little red in there and it is perfect for your morning coffee that kevin show mug and we are giving them away uh we're going to give one away this saturday you have to register for your chance to win but you don't have to be present to win it and the way you register is you send an email that kevin show at gmail.com that kevin show at gmail.com and just put uh, something in the subject line about mug mugging i want to get mugged uh etc uh and then if you are one of the 40 winners of mugs that we do this year you're also going to have a chance to win a thousand dollars on J- on July fourth uh, from the all the people that have won mugs up to that point will automatically be registered for a grand prize winning of a thousand dollars. But uh, just drop me an email that Kevin Show at gmail dot com that Kevin Show at gmail dot com that Kevin Show at gmail dot com and say I want to be mugged. Please mug me. <laughs> 
And then we will be uh, drawing a name this coming weekend. All right, real quickly, um, Hillary Clinton was in front of the uh, NATO audience this last weekend, and she said to people uh, that were in attendance, you better be, you better take him seriously. Um, he will do everything that he says, and people need to uh, to take him seriously. She said, we have a long struggle ahead of us, and the obvious point to make about Donald Trump is you need to take him literally and seriously. He means what he says. People do not take him literally and seriously in 2016. And now he's telling us what he intends to do. And people who try to wish it away, brush it away are living in an alternative reality. What is she talking about? He said that NATO better pay its share of the price. If they want you U S protection in ongoing conflicts in the years to come. And that is a reasonable thing. Um, he's been he's been critical of NATO on the campaign trail, but the the NATO secretary said no 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 it'll be all it'll be fine. Da, 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 da. Friends, why do we always 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 make excuses for those that don't want to keep their end of the bargain? If you make an agreement, if you say to these five countries, "I will defend you," in part of an alliance. But we're all going to pay into the alliance together. And I know you're a smaller country, so your your 2% share of your GDP is going to be a lot less than the 2% share of the American GDP. But if we're all going to put in 2%, then, friends, the bottom line is that 2% needs to be put in. Something to consider. Anyway, um, I thought it was interesting that Hillary Clinton was warning them, Donald Trump will do what he says. You know what else he's saying he's going to do? He's going to he's going to solve the border crisis. He's going to end inflation. He's going to fix the economy. If if what she said is true, then that's good news for the American people, because we could use help in all those areas right now. I'm Kevin McCullough. We'll see you next time.